This is my fight. This is my mind. Which is my life. That is my right. Your ideas are not mine. There was to stay in you. Mental freedom is not for the narrow mind. So you try to infiltrate my own mind with your hypocrisies, your crazy ideologies. That shit's not for me. Just stay the fuck away from me. Your ideas are not mine. There was to stay in you. Welcome to the OWP. This is our wrestling podcast. This is Dave along with Jess. David, hello. And Craig. Happy New Year! Hey! Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. And now on to our topic today, wrestling resolutions. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. And anything we talk about is inspired by the WWE Network. So do yourself a favor and get your free month today to watch anything WWE, WCW, ECW, and more. Guys, you got some resolutions? Possibly, Dave. And, uh, Maybe possibly I do. Not. Yeah. You go around the room, we're all like, no, all right, you know, I got nothing around Thanks for joining us. I got nothing. My, my this, resolution is to up my gin intake for 2021. I'm just done. Gonna, uh, this yeah, is done actually, done. this this is your idea, actually, David. Order. It's a good one on a text thread about um um giving resolutions for, for wrestling and what we would like yeah, to man. see in, in you know, 2021. Uh, so yeah, this broken is clock you, gets right twice a day. So you know, this is my <laughs> twice a day moment. Yeah, I, I literally said, "Hey, we did this awesome Christmas episode, and you know, you know, wishes. And we gave we gave each other Christmas presents in re- in the form of wrestling." I said, "Hey, instead of that, why don't we do as Craig said, a resolution? And this necessarily would be our resolution, what we want to do differently, but what would we like wrestling to do differently for 2021? And there's a lot of stuff that we would like to see. And done there, differently. and people are gonna say shit. They're gonna be like, "Oh, you've never wrestled before. You've never done this. How would you know?" I've said this before on the podcast. I yeah. paid for that motherfucker. There was a first of all, since I was 18, I've been paying for everything wrestling wise. Even before I was 18, yeah. my parents bought I made them buy me pay-per-views every month. So I've spent hundreds and thousands, as you guys have too, uh, on live events, merchandise, pay-per-views. God, the three-year core of the Monday Night War, every month WCW yeah. and WWE had a pay-per-view. Hey, Sometimes man. I'd sprinkle an ECW in there too. I've paid for my opinion. So fuck and we're, you we're, like we're stockholders, bro. Okay. Yeah. So we, exactly. excuse me. Exactly. Yes. I have, I have wrestled. We yeah. had a backride wrestling league for over <laughs> three years. Did. And I spent one we weekend went. in the California wrestling federation with, uh, uh, Jesse Hernandez Jonathan and Mike in San Bernardino. One day we were fucking <laughs> yeah. pro wrestling. Thank you. Well, we were pro we were training like you. pro wrestlers, so fuck We you. threw up, got concussions, and went home. Well, I didn't. You guys did. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure I did. That yeah, was basically yeah. it. We, we yeah. threw up. We got bruises from the ropes. We some, Someone said that you look like shit. That is the shits. And then we went <laughs> that home. Is, That's where we that learned the phrase, the that is the shits. That is the shits. Because it was that being said to shit. me after my body slam when I tried to make my arm straight <laughs> like an arrow. Oh. That was the shits. But I'll tell you, this this is That's something we, we watch enough wrestling to understand what's good and what's entertaining and what's not. And you can tell by the ratings, there's a lot of things that can be changed, obviously. Um, you could try to blame, you know, 2020 for it, but things were in a dwindle shits uh, before 2020 yeah. really 
you know, wreaked havoc on everything else. So um, we got some stuff. To, who wants to get started with uh, the first resolution? I'm going to start out, and this I don't care. Part of my personal one, right? New Year's resolution. We have resolution. no idea. By the way, yeah. what is, I think we, we yeah. might have similar ones, by the way, but go ahead. Okay, we'll see. Part of my personal news resolution is to stop apologizing for something just because somebody else takes it as the way I didn't mean it. For example, I'm going to lead right into my first one, which people are going <laughs> to automatically jump on like, oh, that you can't make fun of that person's ailment. And that's if I was AEW, my New Year's resolution would be to change my commentator booth. Uh, Jim Ross needs to be off television. And I love Jim Ross. And that's hard to say, I, by the way. But yeah, the greatest. No. he's the greatest wrestling play by play I've ever heard. And yes, I've heard of Gordon Soli before. Yes, I've heard of other people before, but he is the best. Like so much of my childhood is Jim Ross, like get, you know, being excited over a 20 minute time limit, like television title match with Z-Man and Bobby Eaton. Like, you know, but I was on the edge of my seat because he told me not to go anywhere. And every move they did, he would he got louder and louder and he treated it. He called it like a real sport, and that was the genius of Jim Ross. Yeah. It, now the AEW Jim Ross is bad, and he drags the show down. Uh, yes, he has cerebral palsy. Is that how you say it? Uh, Bell's palsy. Bell's, Bell's palsy. Pa- Whoops. Uh, Bell's palsy. Big, that was way off on that one. Big difference. Um, yeah. he has, yes, he has Bell's palsy, and I understand. I, I get it. I'm not saying that's his fault or I don't have a heart for it, but the profession that he is in is to call professional wrestling at a fast pace. And not only is he later in his life up there in age, and so he's not connected with all the moves and the current, you know, the way you call wrestling now, it's a lot faster paced. There's different moves. He doesn't know any of it. So they cram their booth full of like 20 guys every week. Uh, it's got to be 20 commentators because that that's what mm. it sounds like to me. You have Tony Schiavone screaming. You have Jim Ross screaming. You have uh, Excalibur screaming. You have Taz screaming. And I don't even know. They need, if I was them, I'm not saying fire Jim Ross. Let me be honest with that. I'm not. He has value. Yeah. He could be on the headset and he could be in their ears and he could be telling them because what better way is for the greatest commentator of all time to teach other people how to call wrestling. Uh, Excalibur should be play by play and Taz should be their color. There should be that is to me that is so fucking easy. That is a slam goddamn dunk. Taz is still plugged in enough. Shivani like their Shivani's are they're more like their their Gene Okerlund. yeah, they're Gene Oakland. That's yeah, like they're Gene Oakland, and that's the way. Yeah. And they used him. I have Ric Flair with me now. Let's yeah, talk. they used yeah. Shivani that they used him to have those moments with Cody because I stood here with Dusty, <laughs> Dustin, and now you on TNT. I've you know, and I get that. You know, same thing. Like he was there with Sting, and uh, d- yeah. that's great. That's all fine. But they need if I if I was AEW, my New Year's resolution would be to really untangle that clusterfuck every Wednesday that is their commentary issue and take Jim hmm. Ross off. And I, it's hard to say um, it's, I uh, respect his, uh, I respect his knowledge and I respect his expertise. Um, like I said, he's part of my, ch- that's who I hear like in my head when I think of all the best moments of wrestling is him up in that climax, even on the Monday night wars when him and King were awesome and they were amazing. And I will never not have his voice in my head when I think of professional wrestling yeah. and big moments right. and everything. However, he is a shell of a shell of a shell of his former yeah. self, and, and he sounds awful, and he drags it down. You don't have to apologize for even saying that, Jess. Like, I think because when he was head of talent relations, it was his job to be frank and to tell people when they were ready, when they weren't, when they were in the home, what they needed to get to get there. And he, sometimes you don't see it yourself, and he probably doesn't see it himself, and he doesn't like the criticisms, and he got grouchy as he got older, and you finally would, you learned how that, grouchy would, he was. I would argue that he knows. 
he doesn't know. He doesn't care. He's getting yeah. paid. He thinks because because he gets grouchy on his, his podcast with Conrad. So he thinks that that is his getting even. It's like, well, listen, Jim, I know you're mad about that. And because and especially when that gets brought up, he'll start bagging on people who say he should be pulled off TV and all that. I was like, no, you just should. Like, and there's no other argument there. I'm sorry to say that. Yeah. You, you just can don't fight have it back anymore. on your podcast. That's great. You want to have a, a six minute segment and he called oh, JR's red assed now. And that's, uh, uh, and like, that's great that he wants to do it. And it's his podcast and people listen. And Conrad has found that sure. formula. And that's all great. I am not taking any of that away from him. And he should absolutely still be employed by AEW because they'd be fools to let somebody with his wisdom go but you are not the man to call wrestling now you are not the future or the people someone who i want to look at when i'm a younger person you're trying to rope me in in that demographic jim ross is done like he's done shivani's done for the most 35s bro yeah i'm just saying excalibur excalibur and taz all day long i don't see how they can't see it less is more this three-person booth and four-person booth is just on all promotions is out of control that's too much that's too much needs to change so if I yeah. was AEW, I could say I want that for WWE too, but they don't they're not gonna listen to me anyway, like AEW will. Well, no but, one's um, gonna listen to, to what we say, but it's what we right. wish for. It's all but I mean yeah. AEW is the one that's trying to be different. It's trying to re-revolutionize wrestling and get the people who are sick of WWE on board, and they're doing a good job. They're getting close to a million viewers every week. They might have even passed it with the Brody episode. I, I haven't checked it. Um, but uh, but yeah, like they, they're doing everything right as far you may not like some of their product. I know cuz hates their product, but at the same time, like that's fine. They're found they're finding this different uh, corner of the wrestling audience and they're trying to grow that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's also there's technical things that you have to sort out. And one of them is your commentating booth. It's too crowded. It hurts my ears. I'd rather turn the volume off than listen to it. And that's bad because you need them to tell the story of what's going on in the ring as the guys are physically trying to tell you the story. It's just not it's it's yeah. all bad. And Jim Ross sounds awful. That's my that's sorry. I know it's negative, but that's my New Year's resolution. If I was at EW, I would focus. Well, whenever you want to change something, it's because something's not right. Obviously, right. Not changing right. Something that's good. So this it's is where like it's going to go. You, you know? want it to be better. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just want it to be better. And by the way, and like I think you all said, the tools just, are there. He, you just got to streamline it. Now, I'm saying I'm not yeah. saying fire anybody. I'm just saying re recast them. Some podcast will think that I'm my time is over. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, a lot of people Some think that. Yeah, you knew that was coming. You knew that was coming. It was only a matter of time. Uh, you, you guys want me to go next, or what do you? I'll go next. Kinda, you okay. got it, Craig? Yeah. Oh, um, what's mine? I uh, we just got a very small taste of the of interpromotional stuff towards the end of this year, and this is going to kind of stretch out to a, a larger point. Um, it's going to go micro and then kind of come out to a thirty thousand foot. But I would love to see this interpromotional stuff of AEW continue. Um, okay. It's very, very cool. I, I would love to see, uh, not, go beyond impact. I would love to see is cooperation it, with our ring of honor, with new Japan. Is it very NWA kind of thing? Right. Like everyone's always like, feel? let's go back to the territories. Yeah. Remember finally the territories and we're in a different and it, world yeah. and there's no territories that can't happen. And that's not coming back. But what it does is it's competition to, the big behemoth in um, Stanford, Connecticut, and it brings the best out of everybody. And to have, because it's been so closed off for decades and decades, to to have this cooperation and to work for, as a larger wrestling community instead of just your silo and this cutthroat. Um, I mean, to to see Kenny Omega show up on Impact and to see that kind of stuff. I I mean, 
I would love you to see would where tune it's going to go in 2021. See what may happen. Right? Oh yeah, talk, like, talking about ratings. It, yeah, open it yeah. up to a whole new an audience and 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 federations and companies that 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 have been off the radar that only like the well, the super hardcores know. Like, when I think there's he, a lot of possibility. God, there's a lot of things breaking off there, Craig, in my mind when you say that because number one, when when a lot of those. Um, New Japan guys broke off and, and cr- helped create AEW. You tuned in just to see what was going to happen. And people flooded to AEW just to see what was going to be there. Um, another example is we, we're, we're doing another recording later. I know it's, you know, you can check it out once it's once it's uh, released. But we watched a, a pay-per-view that had, you know, that had NWA, uh, you know, constraints within it. And you would see a wrestler that's not normally a part of WCW come in, such as the Great Muda, you know. And wrestle, and that would be a big reason to buy that pay per view. Now it's more for TV ratings versus the pay per view. But to your point, a lot of people might have bought that pay per view that wouldn't have bought it just because Muda was on that pay per view, as an example, because people love Muda from all over the world. And that's and that was that that cross cross promotional advertisement yeah. that you're talking about, Craig, and that we miss. It's not territories, and that would that certainly wasn't territory. So it kind of gets back to that. Is that? Am I trending where you're, where you're yeah, picking up it, what you're laying to down? To go even further than that, I want mm-hmm. wrestling. I want to be in a, a mall or a conversation or to be with someone when wrestling is mainstream again. I want a pipe bomb again. I want an Austin again. I want a moment where you see all the guys. This is going to age us, but where you would buy all four TV guides because four because all four WWF guys were on TV guides that week. It was in the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of the culture. And awesome, I want man. a moment like that again. I don't know if it's possible in 2021, but I think. Right. Let everyone like kind of rising in competition and, and, uh, and that can only help if you have a bigger pool of guys all working together for the betterment of and the more something success that, that the more success that this angle has with impact and AEW, the better because all the fuddy daddies are coming out going, that makes no sense. Impact's like a flea on a dog's ass. Like why would how's AEW right. benefiting? OK, the territories didn't die because of lack of competition or lack of creativity. The territories died because one guy decided to close off his territory and he happened to have a Hulk. So then other people got jealous and angry and they built their walls up with their Tory with really thick brick. So that's why territories died because they tried to close themselves off because they they were afraid that someone's going to jump or they're afraid that someone's going to show up on the title of another show with their title. And, and that just so means scared. that eventually one's going to survive and the rest are not. And then their shitty right. regional television so, got exactly. swallowed up by yeah, yeah. by McMahon. Exactly. Vince and he bought had the all advantage. their big talent in the process. It was all a television ploy. Vince was advanced in production even back then. He was eons past them. And then he syndicated television. He wanted to own basically and get paid for like rather than him buy the time vince had this the dude vision. talked about a network 20 years yeah. ago. yeah so that caused every territory or, or awa or you know wccw mm-hmm. they got paranoid they're like well then we're gonna bubble off here and we're gonna have our own thing and our champion's a real champion well you're gonna die because you mm-hmm. don't have the he just was the guy that came along that changed the game right that happens every x amount of decades with whether it's uh, football or baseball or whatever you're gonna get an owner or something that changes the game mike tyson 
when he came along. Yes, Ali was known worldwide, but after Ali, like boxing went into like kind of a depression, like in the heavyweight division, especially. And then Mike Tyson comes along because Mike Tyson was young. He was different looking, but his all of his promoters in Custom Auto's corner, um, they actually sent uh, and his publicist sent out videotapes of his quick knockouts to all the network executives and TV executives and said, you need to put all his matches on TV. Look at this shit. So it was like a, a, a two minute reel of just his amazing knockouts when he was you know, 19, 20 years old, knocking out people that were in their thirties. Change like boxing they were nobody. forever. Change boxing forever. That's where people say Tyson's a little over, you know, he's overhyped and he's kind of like, kind of, it's like, yeah, that was the whole, that's the reason why he changed it. Someone had that, ah, no one's ever done this before with the heavyweight boxer. And they did it and he exploded. And then we put mm-hmm. a lot of pressure on Mike. We, we thought he was the best ever. And I'm not saying he is or isn't, but there was a lot of people that were probably technically better than him. But when you get no that, matter. just like people say, I was a way better worker than Hogan, probably. You're, you're but, bound to be disappointed like, eventually yeah. is the point. But yeah, but you, you, you got to appeal. And, and that's not to get off on a tangent, but that's why things explode and change in sports and wrestling's included with that. And that's why the territories died because people got, whoa, like when Vince started pulling away, they were like, well, fuck, we're going to do the same thing you're doing. That's not what he was doing. He was actually trying to pull himself closer to his audience and closer to, to the yeah. talent because he wanted and, to make a difference. He wanted to, to and have with to. The, with, and with the, with the Monday Night Wars is another example, because you talk about territory changing forever and then Monday Night Wars change wrestling again forever. So what is the next big thing? And the next big thing could be uh, if anybody ever paid attention, right? What BYU Craig's talking about, like, let's have this cross promotional segment where we start to work together. But on TV, we're working against each other. We're, we're fighting each other. Who's the better? Um, and, and it's, it's kind of silly because you're talking about like, you know, T, you know, TNA being a flea on a dog's ass. But there are some people. In, I mean, you look at Major League Baseball, there are various, you know, they're organizations that have very f- small amounts of funds compared to, say, the biggest, you know, Los Angeles, the biggest, you know, payroll in baseball history. And still you go six games in the World Series. So it doesn't matter w- what flees on what dogs ass. There's always someone in TNA that can go up against someone. Right. But in everybody AEW needs that. And go, right? This like, is going to be great. And that that maybe that's the next thing is all I'm saying. There's every, every something big that star that wrestling. we can talk about. Every big star that we can talk about. Right. Had to have that territory experience. They had to. Uh, we just watched the story of uh, um, uh, uh, Moody, uh, Paul Bear, Percy Pringle. And all that thing is like, oh, yeah, so we we needed so, you know, we want Brother Love to be his manager forever. So we had to go get someone. Oh, what's Percy doing? Well, Percy was in a territory. So they pulled him up. Everybody that ended up going to the main stage had that territory flavor, which is what's missing now. And to Craig's point, this is we use the territory terminology. It's got to be a little different now because there's no such thing. But at the same time, like as yeah. far as promotions are concerned, yes, <clears throat> this can be a territory success. That's an excellent subject that Craig brought up because yeah, it is stuff. the key going forward because Vince killed it for a while because and then it needed to go away because, again, people didn't know how to use territories anymore in the land of increasing media, uh, increasing syndicated television. Incre- USA wants to pay Vince uh, how uh, how much to, to they're going to pay him like and it's it yeah. just wrestling. You've never seen yeah. that before. They So Change advertisers forever. are going to call Vince and offer Vince money. For commercials on Raw, yeah. what the fuck? And then Bischoff's like, yes, they will. And we are too. And then it just it exploded. And now that's all it's about. They have no live crowds. And they had a massive profit during a pandemic. They had mm. the biggest profit, I think, ever. 
Like, am I, I might be off on that, but like, definitely in modern no, history. No, all the production values and like the people they the, have to Jesus. pay for. They, yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah. networks are footing the bill for all their 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 product costs. Well, tra- and then, tra- you know, travel was down, but non-existent. The change at the, the yeah. evolution of the business right now, it's not even about before it was we have to have people tune into our show on this network at this time. It's critical. Our guy can't show up right. on X. So the territories used to be our guy can't be here on this night. It'll mess with our weekend and our ticket sales that we promote even on weekly point. television. Even better. Point, now yeah. it's you can access it wherever you want, whenever you want, however you want. It's going to be it's the best that watches it. It's the best that uh, organically word of mouth gets you to YouTube, mm-hmm. gets you to fight TV. It gets you to whatever you, we are not limited by cable, by, by whatever it's, it's, it's this community that gets us to at this day on this time. We're not limited. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if yeah. pro wrestling gorilla was kind of, um, around right now oh and they had they could up their production value and they found some way to kind of get beyond like the rf video and the dvd kind of that they had it would we be would amazing travel, we would travel three yeah. hours and pay 20 right. bucks in an elks lodge to watch pwg so it was that it was that good it was just that, that all, all that to say close the loop on it like when we started and all i started with like Let's see the paradigm shift. Let's see interpromotional stuff continue. Yeah. Let's but see you're what right, can though, come and out of it. That's a good resolution because this should be their focus. It should. This is the stuff that you see the little the tinge and you remember. They should all work the, together. The, the to tiny spark the big that you saw, you know, that you always yeah. go back in time when some, some one wrestler exploded or a concept exploded. And you see that little like you remember that little spark and then it exploded. And this I think there's just some things that that is a, on a big scale that Craig talked about that is there. Do it like. And it's working. It's Even good. if they go from 900,000 viewers to a million, it doesn't matter because then AEW is going to be like, yeah, we're at a million. They're going to say Impact's name a million times on their program. And then yeah. Impact, I know this sounds silly, but normally only get like 100,000 viewers. The day that Kenny Omega came on, I think they were almost 300. I know that's still yeah. minuscule, but that little promotion. But it got tripled their viewers. Yeah. yeah. If one wrestler that was not a part of that. That's my that point. Wrestled and, you, for Impact, and TNA that could do that too. Saw before if, going, oh, I like that guy. Yeah. And then, if and then one maybe person after on TNA a while, came like, to AEW, like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? AEW could be like, hey, you know that uh, one star you have or whatever that's been kind of just getting some buzz or whatever? Like, we're going to bring him up to AEW. We'll sign him to a contract. Impact's going to be like, cool, okay. Keep mentioning us or keep, you know what I mean? Like, it's just all going <clears> to <throat> work. Yeah. It, it will all work for sure. Yeah, that's Or you don't that's sign people. You don't sign people to five-year deals. Why would you do that? Like, if you're a smaller yeah. promotion. I, I know you want to do long storylines, but like you sign them to a six month deal. That but way you're like, not yeah, doing them anyway. Yeah. And I love <laughs> yeah, that the worker has right. the power. That, and look at what, look what yeah. Cody did. And Cody's going to do this and he's doing this because he's Dusty's son. And he, I think he believes in not doing things the old way. But that's how you you get over and mock you the same way. You go to Japan. You come back. You work your tail off. You work um, five promotions in 15 days and you have the matches you want to have and you, you build your name like – Times that by a million and go Cody, come out. Cody heard build a all those stories like from way. his dad about how free it was and about how, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, and then, and yeah. then when he was in WWE, Cody's like, that's not this. This is a prison. This is like, yeah, it's very restrictive. Yeah, you can, yeah. you can be happy with making $300,000 a year. That's great money. There's nothing wrong with that. Three, 400,000 plus merchandise here and there. There's nothing wrong with that. However, if you want to be creative and you want yeah. to actually be free, this yeah. is not the place for you. And what my you dad happy? talked about, that's what I want back. I want that, what my dad talked about. That We yeah. need that back. You want to get paid been, for your creativity? Yeah. yeah. And you want to know mm-hmm. what we're talking about? This I'm, we're gonna just, this, the whole, this whole episode's a tangent. Go watch the on Disney Plus, the Pixar movie Soul. Um, 
It's about getting what you want and then redefining what you think success is and what you think you want. And then when you get it, not being happy and how it really is about uh, living life with me. Oh, yeah. I and we did appreciate that, it. Well, I watch it yeah. on and off because I have kids and I can't get them to focus. From yeah, the kids, right. the kids love but, uh, it. But, it's, but I yeah. did get, yeah, I got that basic point where it's like he was a teacher, right? And he reached a bunch of people, yeah. but he wanted to be a successful musician. So yeah. he died the day that he got the gig. Not to get, well, spoiler, fucking go watch it. It's streaming. Uh, and then basically, it's, I didn't even, this isn't even the ending. It's like in the middle, he was told like, there were, someone told him like, no, you're a teacher. You don't know that. And he's like, no, I want to be, this yeah. in his mind making it was becoming a musician and like but they're like no you already have made it you are touching all these people and you oh and he had to learn that throughout the movie so i'm not ruining the end or anything yeah but, but and no, actually it goes beyond that too jess go watch it it's really awesome and it's if it goods for people at our like things. little age and our mid, like midlife it's uh it, it goes beyond that and he actually does um no i'm not even gonna spoil it. i'm not even gonna say there's it, a lot it, there's a there's it, a lot of people that don't put the shopping cart back that need to watch it <laughs> <laughs> That's all. It wouldn't you be know, a, and you know a wrestling right. podcast you know. without a shopping cart. Uh, yeah, you got to talk about the shopping cart. All right, sorry, time. Dave. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, no, your, you're uh, good. I, I don't know if I'm going to be nearly as good, but I, I think it rolls into the tangent of what you're all talking about. Uh, Jess, you already mentioned his name earlier, based upon ratings. Um, you talked, and and Craig, you talked about that um, that cross, you know, cross promotional setup. And I, this is it's crazy, but I I thought of it when I thought of this idea. And I said, the first thing that WWE needs to do for the Hall of Fame this year is find a way to literally induct Brody Lee or Luke Harper, Jonathan Huber, whatever you want to call him, and immediately put him into the hall, like right now. And I know that sounds crazy, but when you look at what has happened in 2020, it's not even related to, to the COVID requirement issues, whatever you want to talk about, but... Um, Brody, Brody Lee touched a lot of people in the wrestling organization. Um, and I all think that we knew talk about restrictive being held back. I think Luke Harper was being held back tremendously in, in WWE and him finally getting out and breaking out in AEW and doing what he did in a short span of time because he was so good and he was so attentive to everyone else's needs and feelings and wants, uh, and, and to be collaborative and work together that it would just be a farce to not put that guy into the hall of fame. I know, I know death, you know, says a lot of things that maybe didn't get said until after it happens, but this guy touched so many people and you can tell, you can tell um, by that episode of AEW and, and, and the, you know, the bell rings 10 times and you can see it. You can see what that, what that gentleman did over just a short span of time, what he was, we didn't even get to see the amount of talent that was going to be there. I always loved Luke Harper. I, I, I laugh because it never caught on, but he would do like these gator rolls and then he would just get up and he would just yell, Hey, hey, hey. Like, like, like he was this crazy guy and he wasn't a crazy guy, but yeah. it was, it, it was whatever he was trying to portray in character at the time. And his character changed dramatically over time. And I, I think he's 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 incredibly underrated. He's incredibly um, underutilized, and he right when he's about to break out, um, his light is is diminished. And I, how do you not? It's 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 almost. And I and I know we we've argued about the Owen Hart thing. It's it's almost as much of a travesty because it probably won't happen as Owen Hart not being in the Hall at this time. Brody Lee needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame in 2021. Mark it down. It needs to happen. Um, for so many reasons above and beyond wrestling. I don't know. You just tell me what you think. I know it's crazy. 
No, I think it's no, connected. I, go ahead, Jess. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I think it's connected in a way to the co-op, cooperation kind of piece because mm-hmm. not only it's we're, we're we're taping this on uh, Friday Night SmackDown where Big E did a backstage promo where he made subtle references in five different ways to Brody, and then yeah. two days before that, that entire two-hour celebration of his life. And then seeing kind of Eric Rowan come back at the end of it. And then even everyone, even on Raw, on that, um, uh, before that, making mention to his Twitter account. Like, there is, you people loved him when he was alive. And I remember his reputation. And I remember that photo when he complained he didn't have any merch. And Jericho and I cannot remember all the guys in there, but they made t shirts and took a picture with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was beloved before. Um, and then, but to see this kind of outpouring and the stories, it was universal and it was different than Savage's death, Warrior's death. It, everyone's always very, very um, re- reverent to when someone dies, but this was different. And the fact that his tenure in AEW was so close to um, WWF and the fact that everyone in WWF is kind of making a nod in the old days, Vince would never, ever do anything that would really make a nod and go and if to a competitor. I think we're busting down those walls. And I, I agree. I don't know if it's going to happen, Dave. I don't know how Vince is going to make a dollar off it unless he can get the wife and kid there. That's terrible to say that's in his mind. Right. And I, I, I hate to even say that, but I think you're right. And I think it coming off of this week and the love that the industry showed him, I think he absolutely deserves it. Yeah. I think that uh, he reminded me so much of Mick Foley because they were both like insane, quote unquote, and they weren't at all. Yeah. And yeah. They were just super yeah. creative and they loved pro wrestling and all they wanted to do was tell a story. All they wanted to do it's was a great have connection. every action they did make sense. That's all Foley's mm-hmm. ever preached is like, I just, I wanted to make sense. I wanted to tell stories. Like I, I wanted them to take my character seriously. And when writers would flake me off, I'd get pissed because that's me. That's my character. You're flaking off. You're telling them, yeah. uh, it's fine to do whatever. Like, you know, he would get, they would take offense to it because they're professionals and they're into what they're doing. And he was just like that from what I could tell and what I've read uh, and what I yeah. knew about him before. Uh, he was, you know, that crazy guy with the, uh, uh, you know, uh, Wyatt family, but he wasn't like that in real life. He was super well-spoken. He was a family man. He, you know, just wanted to be super creative and he wanted to just give me a chance. I don't want to be the rocker Austin. I don't know if I can ever be that, but I want to know that my company's putting faith in me and that they're listening to me. That's all. And, uh, that's not, you can't please everybody, right. You know, with the, how big the WWE is and how many egos there are and how many people think they should be on top. And I'll, especially when you're super competitive, uh, you know, Vince has got to deal with all those people, not to praise him, but that's a hard thing to do for the past 40, 50 years, you know, like that he's done it. You have to deal, uh, you know, he's telling no to Hogan and Austin and the rock. It's hard. So when someone like, uh, you know, Harper dies, People are just like, oh, it's bullshit. And he was so underappreciated. So were a lot of people. And I don't mean that to diminish his death at all. Sure. But it takes this sometimes for everyone to kind of be like, we don't have to be a shitty. We could listen a little bit more. Like some of the producers could, you know, maybe they'll see that. Maybe some of the road agents will see that and be like, we can we can listen more. I could fight for mm-hmm. them more. I could fight for the guys more. Instead of just going to Vince going like everything's cool and then not really repeating what some of the talent's saying. Maybe I will say, hey, why don't we change this Triple H or how, why don't we change this Vince or can't we throw him a bone here? Maybe if some of the other people start telling Vince and Triple H who are so far like high up right now 
they don't have the pulse anymore of what the little things that matter to people who are packing their suitcase every week and traveling or whatever. Those needs get lost when the higher up you get. And Vince and Triple H are as high as you and Stephanie are as high as you get. And they don't hear that anymore. Their ears are not to the ground. They rely on people. If they have too many yes men, they will never hear the voice of the Luke Harpers. They will never hear people like Foley will never get a chance to finally make it. Ironically, Mick made it in that promotion is when he became the biggest. Is when Vince, of all people, is like, fucking fine. Because Jim Ross was always kind of telling him you know, in his it. own way, dude, come on. Like, this is, and then other people started telling him, like, no, Foley's really fucking good. Harper, Luke just didn't get, I call him Luke Harper because that's just how I know him. Um, yeah. People didn't give Brody a chance. Like, he, he was in that stage right now where he was something different in AEW. Another five years from now, maybe he goes back to the WWE. So now he could be Who something knows? even yeah. more different. And and yeah. that he never got a chance to live those years like Foley has over the past 30 years. He won't get that. And that sucks. But maybe our eyes are open now. and Not, not ours as fans because we saw it. We love the guy. But at the same time, now those other guys can probably just think, God, we should have listened more. Man, look, hmm. look at how in the short time he was over in AEW, what he's done. Like the impact man, he had, yeah. Absolutely. We could have listened yeah. when he was here and had him here and had him, you know what I mean, in the number one company. But hey, to our advantage, we got a chance to see him shine brighter to me in AEW than he was allowed to shine in WWE. Yeah. So it's in a it, very short span, by the way. Yeah, we're talking months. I mean, I, so I, I mean, uh, the Hall of Fame is a little weird, it's just because I don't even know what it's going to look like anymore until this whole pandemic I get you, stops yeah. and. And, and and where do you draw the line? Or people already, you know, people already say whatever. If Coco's in, then anyone can go in. I don't mean to pick on Coco, but people say that. I, I don't know. I think maybe they should definitely do a network special on him. Why not? Why not? Advertise it on USA. Why not? Like, uh, maybe he gets a branch, like, you know, the Warrior Award. Maybe you have the uh, a nod to him or something at the Hall of Fame or whatever. You know, like, you figure, or he gets it. His wife gets it this year. You know? Like, I... Because you don't hear about the stories about these people that we just thought him as this character that was, uh, he's really the Wyatts, isn't he? He's really a swamp dweller, isn't he? But then, like, you know, he gets over an AEW. Oh, he's a cult leader, isn't he? You know, I'm not saying that people are that dumb, but some are. And so some people need to see it that, no, behind the scenes, he was super fucking creative. He made a lot of people happy. Diff- Jericho's generations ahead of him as far as, like, where Jericho came from. But he liked him. Like, they got along. Mm-hmm. They talked the same language. You, know, you have the young guys and the older guys that were like, oh, no, he was cool. Like he was smart and he loved his family and that's all he talked about. And he made a difference in my life. So that's somebody that you should highlight in the Hall of Fame somehow. Not necessarily maybe putting him in, but, you know, giving him a nod or giving him a branch or giving him, I don't know, something, something. Yeah. Or giving him the Warrior Award, like I said this year. I think that would be great. Like, you know, that his family gets it and he gets it. And, you know, it's because you guys never hear about everyone so busy playing a character on TV. That's all you see from them. You don't really know sometimes about how really good they are and how – how much they touch people's life. Like Owen, like, you know, it's just, you didn't, you saw just the King of hearts and now, you know, but then like Owen behind the scenes, people were like, I would have murdered someone because of how hard we were traveling on the road and how always I was away from my family and never got sleep or whatever. But because he 
decided to hit Foley on a house show with a bag of popcorn. I <laughs> laughed forever. You know, and it's like it. it those people Owen made, made it livable, man. He made it livable. He complained about not having a T-shirt. So like they went out and got one. But I guarantee you, like he was feeding off that all day. You know, uh, Brody was like just making him laugh and wearing a shirt around and probably, you know, probably acting like he showers in it or sleeps in it or something. You know what I mean? Like he did something that they they did that for him so they could get more back in return. Oh, it's going to, it's going to light him up. It's going to really light him up. Yeah. yeah. Wait till, wait till so you like, see a look on his face. Yeah. It's some of the, it's those people, man, that like, you just don't know. And I wish their stories were told more because it, it refreshes you. Like, you know, it'd be, you it'd be inspiring it. to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. God, uh, you know, I, we're at 35 minutes already. Maybe we I was, was going to say, I yeah. think we're good. Can I, we're can I, three, can I give you three really can I, strong? Can I give you one more? Hmm? Yeah, Let's I guess we on. could go rapid fire, like no discussion, just like say yeah. it and, and move I'll give on. You, I'll give you one more on the snake. Um, this is pretty obvious, and it sounds like it's it may happen. Um, they've already slapped the IC title on him um, just this last week. Big E needs to be a world champion in 2021. I don't care what title you slap on him. That fool needs that title on him in 2021 to see what's going to happen, just to take Big E for a test drive. And it's it's overdue. That's That's my rapid fire. It's got to happen. Mine's weak. Right. I was just, uh, I need to watch more wrestling. I've pulled myself really away from wrestling. <laughs> I, I, I don't like it without the live crowd, and I know it's not their fault. Uh, but no, at the that's same not time, their fault. I, I've got turned off. I was getting turned off before. I hate the direction WWE, and really, they drive the bus. I know I can enjoy Impact. I can enjoy AEW and New Japan and, and all, and I do, and I do. Uh, parts of it I do. Um, but uh, WWE, is the, you know, when they got their head on straight and they're, attracting the mainstream media wrestling gets knees, bigger bro. and better yeah wrestling gets bigger yeah. and better yeah. um and uh they just turned me off a lot even before the whole pandemic they were just mm, like they were just doing silly things and not because i'm so smart i've never ran a promotion but i could book one out of nowhere i'm not suggesting that but again i paid for my opinion uh <laughs> i just i need as a fan i think to reconnect and i didn't this whole past year and then when the pandemic yeah. hit I really was negative towards the no crowd, and I don't know what I thought they should do. I, definitely, as the year ended, I think all promotions are doing the best they can with what they have. Absolutely, um, but uh, yeah, I just I need to reconnect. That's my that's my personal New Year's resolution. Is like I got to reconnect. I'm I'm distant. Gregor's. Yeah, mine and, and, is. Uh, no, I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, I did not know that Biggie won the IC title until you just told me. I had no idea. You won it last Friday on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I don't even watch. I haven't watched SmackDown in like nine months, like legitimately. Like I didn't watch months. it, but I, yeah. I keep in touch with what's happening. That's I saw he won it, and I was like, "Well, okay, let's put it on network." But that I mean, that's how distant I am, and you guys know me. How much I used to I used to number my tapes for fuck's sake, like you know, and have a list. Of, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, 75, number seventy five is WrestleMania two. You want to watch it right now? Well, like, the I, the IC title with Biggie's the test. You all know that, even though the IC yeah, title's yeah. been diminished greatly for decades, but it's all another podcast. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Corey, I, sorry. I I want to see uh, my resolution or WWE's resolution should be find a way to make WrestleMania include fans in some way. I think you've got until April. It's going to be. Florida. We've already seen yeah. WrestleMania without without fans. Uh, even if you can't have full, uh, be, and I'm not talking do something else besides Thunderdome. Um, but you've got no, to no, find no. a way to slowly roll out. It, wrestling's got to, we've got to start getting some fans in there. You can get 10,000 fans in there, Craig, in that stadium. You can do it. You can get 10,000 fans in there and spread them out. They'll, yeah. they'll do it. They're, they've already allowed it for certain yeah. bowl games and other items. And it, I hate to be that guy. It's Florida. They just don't care. 
They're going to get people in there. And you know what? Save it for WrestleMania. If they're not sure that I, if I want one yeah, moment this yeah, year in other with words, WWE. Yes. In other words, uh, their, their first live crowd should be WrestleMania. WrestleMania. I agree with that. Run, Royal Rumble's going to be. think f- about it. Yeah. Royal Rumble's going to be fucking weird without um, fans. Right. But make like, it WrestleMania. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. That's my resolution. I like it. I like it. I, th- I think we just tune into Royal yeah. Rumble. I'm like, there's eighty thousand here. I'm like, how the fuck did this happen? Like, they just <laughs> like, Damn it! Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. Fucking- we'll see what happens. That's that's um. But 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 I think you're right, Craig. We have to get back to some realm of normalcy. And by the time you get into April, maybe you just you allow enough fans that have gotten both their both their COVID vaccines, you know, and they're, because, they're in there. You know? Mania know. was a, it was a saving grace for me, even without fans this year. It was a, a very tough time in April. And just watching that two night thing with the cinematic and seeing how they tried, it, it, it helped me a lot mentally and got me kind of like through like, Truth. let's do yeah. that again and take it to the next level in 2021 with fans. Yeah, we, we need, need it. I we deserve it. We us selfishly me. Well, me, we <laughs> we meaning us and, and the wrestling community yeah. and, and the people that put on the show. They all deserve it. I mean, it's been it's been a trying time and, and more than just wrestling. And I think that, you know, everything they've done to make it work. I, I told you guys before the Thunderdome thing, while not perfect, other other shows picked it up like the voice picked it up. They put fans behind them on on panels yeah. to have something. And yeah. that didn't happen without once again WWE kind of led the way in weird ways, you know. So I think the um, Thunderdome. Uh, if you watch the Fox uh, New Year special last night with the uh, fuck, there they are. Uh, they had big screens with the every square had a person in it, and that's like Thunderdome. I'm I telling like, you, I, there and, yeah. and I I don't know Vince anyone else that been. did it first. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. figured it out. Vince like find a way, find a way. You know, I just I I think that's what it was, you know, and and they once again, they they are the innovators and, you know, that that's where we are. So I I think they've earned the fact to Craig's point to get fans in WrestleMania in April in Florida and then hopefully Los Angeles and then Vegas. Let's go, you know, for the next two years. That would be great. We can actually get back out there. So we we can hope. Hit us up on Instagram at OWP2019. Click on Linktree. You can find us on several platforms, including Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast. And anything we talk about is obviously inspired by the WWE Network. So do yourself a favor and get your free month today to watch anything WWE, WCW, ECW, and more. This is Dave, Jess, and Craig with the OWP signing off. Have a good one. Happy 2021, y'all. Yeah.
Can you explain from the other side?